The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani, and welcome to The Rudy Giuliani Show. And here we are, the start of another week. And I don't know. Whew. Now, this week, we're, we're, we're going to start seeing the effect of Article 42, and it's um, not being continued by the Biden administration. So Article 42 was the um, law that the Trump administration relied on uh, during the pandemic to send people back before they could claim asylum. And uh, remember, even with that, the Biden administration has in its two years of hell that it's put us through, it's um, uh, admitted more illegal migrants than any administration in history, any way you want to count it. The ones that they uh, identify at the border and uh, get their names and basic information and put them on a parole list that's about six years long now, which means they're permanently here. Or the ones that they note but aren't able to do that with or the ones they miss completely. So uh, the ones we have uh, names on paper, that, that comes to about three and a half million people. Uh, there are about another million and a half that have been noted in some way, whatever that means, which gets you up to about five million people. And then now it's your guess how many get through and nobody knows about it. The rule of thumb is about 50 percent. So that would be another uh, uh, two million five hundred thousand. So we're pushing about 70, uh, 7.5 million people who have come into the United States these are the ones that haven't been thrown out by Article 42. Uh, and uh, your guess is as good as mine as to how many of them are legitimate people. Some are. And uh, the uh, wacky uh, communist Democrats would like you to believe that they all are like that. But some definitely are not. And uh, you know that because of the crimes they commit over and every day. Every day, somebody's shot, somebody's killed, somebody's beaten by a person who's here illegally. Much more than used to be the case. Because the people coming in 20, 30 years ago, which I'm familiar with when I was U.S. attorney and mayor, were basically coming from Mexico. And they were coming uh, to do part-time work or full-time work. It is true that even that was used to sneak in bad people with them. Drug dealers, terrorists human trafficking, but the uh, opportunity to do it was constricted by the number of people and the ability to identify and a much more aggressive interdiction system. The truth is there is none. Uh, Obama was very weak, but he had a system. Biden has no, he stops no one. They all come in. The minute they're over that border, they have rights. He immediately did away with the stay in Mexico program, which uh, kept out a lot of the phony asylum seekers. Ninety percent of them are phony asylum seekers. He's destroying our country in two ways, at least, maybe three. One, a country without a border, particularly a country that's made up of ideology, doesn't exist. It's not a country anymore after a while. It will be erased as a country. 
Number two, a country without a border is subjected to the worst possible people who want to come in. Sure, good people want to come in, but bad people see what the good people are doing and they join them. Now, it's much uh, more complex than that because it's being run by the drug cartels in Mexico. And they literally control our our border. You know, you leave a vacuum, the bad guys are going to fill it. We don't have a vacuum. We have a gigantic opening. So who do you think they're picking to come in here? Mary, Mary uh, the Virgin? You know who they're picking to come in here with the good people? Drug dealers. Human traffickers. Terrorists and fentanyl, 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 Biden's drug. The fentanyl crisis exists because of the man in the White House. I don't know. Maybe he's soft on drugs because his son is a degenerate drug addict. Who knows? Who should be in jail for any number of crimes starting with racketeering and ending with being a drug addict possessing a, 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 an illegal firearm, which is a matter of record. It's illegal because he, he bought it based on perjury. So how do we keep him in the... Why is it that this guy has not been removed from the White House when Trump, they attempted to remove Trump the first one we now know was a completely framed up false story of Russian collusion. Now I want you to listen. I want you to listen to. Um, I want you to listen to him. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before, at a holiday uh, celebration, for it was an Islamic holiday, and uh, just listen to this, and then we'll play you an earlier one, and I think you'll get my. You'll get my point. Hey, Judge, how are you? I don't know why you wanted the job, man. I appoint all those federal judges, but, you know, thank you for serving. I'm not kidding. You want to come and make a speech? Hush up, boy. Uh, Okay, now, let's say that happened, you know, one time. Well, first of all, if it was a Republican or Tucker Carlson or somebody, they, they, this, they'd be crucified. I mean, this, I, I mean, guys have been thrown off the radio for less than that, right? A, a Republican from, in Congress would probably have to resign for that one mistake. But suppose this was like a real problem. You know, if you, if you really would like to look at my uh, hard drive, uh, you can't imagine how this family talks about black people. Um, the N-word uh, is not uh, immune within the Biden crime family, the Biden perverted crime family. Now let's listen to him just a few months ago with the new governor who was elected in Maryland. Let's listen to this one. And you got a hell of a new governor in Westmore, I tell you. <laughs> He's the real deal, and the boy looks like he can still play. <laughs> he got some guns on him. <laughs> you racist creep. Uh, I wouldn't send my kids to the jungle. 
Oh, the first clean, first clean black guy to run for president was Obama. <laughs> my bet, my my uh, my my best friend, who I really looked up to, he was kind of my mentor. Was the head of the Ku Klux Klan in West Virginia? Are you kidding me? I mean, this is a guy whose son was partners with Whitey Bulger. Just a different, you know, subject. But what does he get away with? Is this because he's demented? We let him get away with this? Is it is it uh, because what we hate America and we want a, an incompetent, traitorous, perverted, crooked president? You want a you want a real glimpse into his character? How about uh, I'm not I won't even play this. I've played this often enough, and you'll remember it. I mean, he consistently makes a point of saying he has six grandchildren. I'm sorry, there's a grandchild named Navy Blue. Now, she's five years old. She will be five on November 29. You you tried to deny her. You tried to cover it up. You tried to do to her what you tried to do to me, which was to, you know, uh, get her uh, disqualified, thrown out, laughed at, made fun of, as you did the mother. You said horrible things about the mother, like you said horrible things about me and Trump. And it isn't just politics where Joe does this. It's any time it gets in his way. I mean, this woman's mother has been painted as, you know, and, and it's uh, like a lot of the garbage they do, like January 6th. It's exaggeration upon exaggeration upon exaggeration. Put it all aside. It's his granddaughter. You think he cares? He only cares about himself. This is a very, very bad man in the White House. I don't think that in my lifetime we've had anything like this. I don't think we've had anyone as uh, devoid of a soul and of human decency as uh, Joe Biden. Nor have we had anyone as stupid, demented, and crooked. And we've got a bunch of people around them that depress the hell out of you because they're not Americans. You can't sit there and watch this day in and day out and believe that you uh, are true to the Constitution. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, uh, you know I admire President Trump immensely. And Ronald Reagan was my hero. But if I saw these kinds of things in them, I'd... Be the first one to have the courage to go to them and say, can't do this. The job's bigger than you. I've said that before to presidents. Because I'm an American, you know, before I'm a Republican. Just like the Americans who uh, who were Republicans who went to Nixon and told him, sorry, Dick, (laughs) it's over. Think any Democrat would ever do that now? Do you realize how rotten the leadership of that party has become? How crooked, how dishonest. They still can't get a bill passed to stop them from doing insider trading. I put people in jail for insider trading. The people I put in jail for insider trading look like nothing compared to the queen of insider trading, Pelosi. They made millions doing insider trading. And she blocks the bill, so Honey Boy can 
pull in millions and her son can pull in millions. I don't know, just carrying on the traditions of Baltimore from whence she came. Crooked Democrat city. Which, when we come back, we'll talk about another crooked Democrat city, the one that I'm in. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, the phones are open. We got a bunch of calls, but you know, if you if you got a really interesting topic, we'll <laughs> we'll let you we'll let you through. The more you stay on point, what we're talking about, the better chance we'll take you because we want to further that discussion. And I want to learn from you. You call one eight hundred eight four eight nine two 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 one eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Well, here's here's the most unbelievable. But you know, again. I'm going to try uh, uh, in this show, everything I'm going to tell you, you're probably not going to read about or see anyplace else <coughs> except here on ABC or maybe on Newsmax or OAN or some of the other um, uh, radio uh, shows, you know, that are conservative oriented. You're sure not going to see it on Fox or which has joined the other side now. But how about how about this one? So he's sending all these troops to the border. 1,500 troops to the border. Uh, didn't he accuse uh, 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 Trump of being a fascist when he uh, said he was going to do that? Didn't the Democrats all accuse him of being a fascist when, when he was going to send troops to the border? Well, but they're the, they're the same troops. It's the same border. And then Trump hadn't done all the other fascist things that this guy has done. You know, like uh, he didn't hold people who he had political disagreements with in prison for uh, a year or two years, like the January 6th people, or prosecute his opponents for crimes they didn't commit, or try to ruin the lives of people who support his opponent, like me and a lot of my colleagues and friends. Um, But now, this is perfectly okay. The press is fine with this. I mean, send the troops to the border. By the way, of course you should send the troops to the border. But I'm trying to use this. Ted Ted is with me. I'm going to ask Ted. How how do we how do we tolerate this? Isn't this about as isn't this about as big a contradiction as you can get? I mean, Trump says I'm going to put troops on the border to stop them. Oh, this is terrible! It's using the military. It's abuse of power. Uh, you should be impeached. Da, 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 da. Trump says it. I mean, Biden says it and says, "Oh yeah, that's good." Of, of course, Mayor, but they, and they know it. But they they know they of course this is exactly what you said it is mayor. But they know they can get away with it. How much of this can we take? I mean, I'm, I mean, in other words, we're a country that's supposed to be. I mean, at the base, fair, right? Like equal protection under the law. Of People are treated. Of it's even, and even in things like this, we're, we're a country that's. How come? How long can we tolerate this unfairness and this disproportion in our? You know, it makes us not, no longer a democracy. I mean, we're becoming uh, like a dictatorship. Absolutely. As long as we accept this uniparty rule in, in Washington, where the media allows the Democrat Party to continue to lie, uh, bold-faced lies, like you said. Uh, yeah. uh, so, straight to our face. They'll lie right to our face. So uh, the number two liar-in-chief, which is the, um, the press secretary, uh, she says we've cut down Im- by illegal by 90%. And like 130,000 people came in. What is she talking about? 
Well, they're not going to challenge her on it because uh, everything's pre-planned in that in that press in those press briefings, uh, and you know the state-sanctioned media they refuse to ask her and call her out on these things. They just so, let her get so, away and, with it. And then, and then uh, she picks who. So she go, she can go out there and say something really crazy, like it was a perfectly beautiful day. She can go out and say it's raining today. And, and she's got the three people she's going to call on, and they're not going to challenge her. Exactly. So, so that calls her brunch call, pals at So she CBS. won't call on Ducey that day. Of course not. I mean, there are about three people that would have the guts to challenge yeah. her. So she'll go to NPR and then CBS fact, and I, honestly, maybe I, the New I York Times. Is there anybody else there? Oh, there's that African, the African guy. From, uh, 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 yes, yes. Oh, wow. uh, he, gets they... a lot of, uh, he gets a lot of attention. Some, is it Simone? <laughs> Simon, Simon. Haven't they put him in prison yet? I'm surprised he's still allowed in the room. I'm surprised he's still alive. So it's, it's Ducey and him, and who else? Every once in a while, you can hear somebody asking a challenging question, but they always seem to have like a little bit of a weak voice, like, uh, 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 is, the, is the president going to have a, uh, a press conference someday? I mean, someday will he have one? Simon Ateba, of course, the White House correspondent for Today News in Africa. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is... This is uh, this is Yoakum Bokum from NBC. Uh, I would like to ask you, liar, li- second liar in chief. Uh, you know, in the old days when you were the in the old days when you were in the press office, you used to have, they they told me that that other presidents like answered questions. Uh, uh, will, will will he ever answer questions like the? Uh, first of all, did other presidents really answer questions? That's not true, right? I mean, like, uh, like uh, Trump and Clinton and, well, we've got a break now. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. I'm just looking at the Atlanta shooting that took place with one person dead and at least four injured. The person, uh, the person alleged to have done it, if I have this correct, is 24 and he is armed and dangerous and i guess it's an active pursuit right now in atlanta uh a a city that you know if you live in new york and you live in the northeast you probably think of atlanta way back you know nice little quiet city it it has one of the highest crime rates in the country uh it's it's blessed with a um very very uh, progressive love criminals type mayor and a uh, Soros uh, Soros DAs there and surrounding a lot of Georgia, so I, I don't have to tell you that it you know it it, it competes with Philadelphia and Chicago, uh, and when uh, Adams gets to say New York is one of the safe large cities, uh, it really doesn't say much to the people in New York who are getting the hell kicked out of them, but it's true these places are worse now Adams, uh, you know. I go back and forth on Adams, mostly back. <laughs> and, but uh, what he did, what he did now is unforgivable, and he should apologize for it. That what he did would get him fired if it were the other way around. In other words, if this were like Biden uh, calling those people "boy," if you you do an equivalent, if a white man did that, uh, the guy be gone. Now uh, this this blaming Abbott for his uh, problem with uh, the illegals is totally a lie. But to do it based on race is a sin. Look, we have enough problems with false claims of racism in this country. 
We've got a president that's going around telling us we're systemically racist and we're not. I'm sorry. Anybody who fosters the notion falsely of racism should not be allowed to be in public office. I'm not even sure she'd be allowed to call himself an American. What a piece of garbage to do that. Now, let's look at the facts. There are 60,000 illegals in this city uh, just recently brought in by him. Uh, before, uh, Before Abbott even sent a single person here, he was inviting them here. He said, "This is about, this. This will be the best city in America uh, for people. We we won't even. They were going to pass a law. You can't even call them illegal. It be it would be a crime to call them illegal. I don't know how they could do that. It would be a violation of the First Amendment. It would be like I can't use my name or something. But they were going to do that. Then he has given them extra benefits. They don't get anywhere else. They get uh, free hospitals because they can go into our hospital system. They get free additional health care." They are enrolled in welfare. They're enrolled. They get. They were getting a COVID money, as if they were here during COVID. Who they, they may have brought COVID here. They were never tested for it. Uh, they put their kids in school. Uh, he's going to pay for college, uh, and they are doing better than poor residents of New York. And they get taken care of a lot better than the New York homeless. So now, why wouldn't you think people would want to flock here knowing that, unless you're stupid, right? And then before Abbott sent a single person here, he made a deal with the Democrat mayor of, um, of El Paso to take people. Uh, altogether, Abbott, out of the 60,000 here, has sent 5,600. So Abbott's your problem, Adams, or are you the problem? Or are you the Democrat mayor of El Paso, and then big problem of all is Mr. Demented, who has an open border. Now, you do say that now, but you're real late in saying that. You had a lot of political juice when you first got elected. You had a lot of political juice when Hochul was up for re-election. You never used it. You don't use it to get bail changed. You don't use it to get the cops out from under... Being, being sued, you know, left and right without immunity. You don't, you don't, you, you don't use it to change the uh, laws so that, you know, young people who uh, murder five people are treated like uh, sweet little juveniles. You don't use it to help us put any of the 7,000 people who are walking around the streets kicking the hell out of your citizens in prison. You talk about it, but you don't use it because you have no guts, baby. You got no guts. You got no political guts. And you are a horrible mayor. And that comes from uh, uh, someone who was a pretty good mayor. I sure had results. Crime is still up under you. Uh, Crime was not only down under me, it was down more than any mayor in the history of New York or the history of America. And welfare was down more than any mayor anywhere in the country and 600,000 off welfare, 500,000 with jobs. You don't get them jobs. You make them dependent. But this, 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 this calling him a racist, you should apologize for that. You should, if you, you should be man enough. You want to restore yourself to the, to the place where, we could have minimum respect for you. 
apologize for that racist remark. You were under pressure. Don't tell me it wasn't racist. If you're telling me he sent these people only to the cities where there are black mayors, by the way, he didn't. There are also cities that have white mayors. Every fact is wrong in what you're saying. It was a desperate attempt by you to push off the blame on someone else, which is a real sign of a very weak character. You want to grow up? Take responsibility for it. Read Michael Goodwin's column today and take his advice. At least, at least, have the moral, the moral courage of the Yankee pitcher that, <laughs> that Michael compares you to today and finds the Yankee pitcher having a much stronger character than you, Clay Holmes, who wouldn't, uh, who wouldn't let the press lay off the blame for the Yankee loss on anybody else but him. So now let's see what we got on the line. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to David in L.A. Hi, David. I'm sorry, David. I can't hear you. Go ahead. Say, say again. Yeah, so for, for Biden to say, hush up, bull. Yeah. He's, he's got a demented mind. He's not in reality. That's what well, we have some kind of bad connection, but I heard you say that's the product of a demented mind. I think that's true in part. But, you know, remember, he's been making these racist statements since he was a young man. That comment about, you know, uh, I don't want my kids to go to school in the jungle was probably made when he was in his 30s or 40s. So I think, and his palling around, his palling around with the Ku Klux Klan people, I mean, that was, an, that was all through the time he was in the Senate. Imagine the jokes they were telling. And then uh, the use of the N-word in his house. I mean, I, I don't know anybody that uses the N-word in their house. I even think people who are racist don't do it. So you won't figure out that you're a racist. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I don't get how this guy's not out yet, and they they started impeaching Trump before he even got in office. Uh, let's go to uh, Let's go to Steve in Woodmere. Hello, Steve. Uh, Do we lose Steve? Then we'll go. We got you, Steve. I thought I heard something. Okay, we'll go to Joe in Fairfield. Hello, Mayor Giuliani. A couple of points. How do we make sense, logic, sense of how these poor, dangerous leaders got into power and maintain power over us and, and affect our lives? Well, first, uh, let me uh, explain. A great philosopher, great scientist, Einstein, said, power attracts those with little moral character. These people are amoral. And another, uh, even Kissinger said years ago that uh, those who have the money have the power. So the CCP, is, uh, they, they have, the communists have the money, have the power. And uh, so we're in this predicament. We can't get rid of them. They're protected. Uh, a lot of power is protecting them. And uh, I... It's going to take the the, uh, the intervention of, of a transcendent being like God, because we are in in a in a 
uh, a moral dilemma here. We're in a dialectical struggle, a classical one between good and evil. And the term demonic, Mayor Giuliani, D, away from Latin, away from mono and from the Greek, one or singular. We are in a confused state. We're in hmm. a demonic state. The zeitgeist of our time is demonic, away from one, away from the one God, the one truth. So we're all confused. Nobody uh, is leading us to that truth. Very few people are leading us to God. And that's where we have to get. And I've been a Catholic school teacher for a long time. So oh, I, I uh, yeah, I'm going to see you. You're, you're quite articulate and, and uh, very impressive. Uh, the, 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 the reality is I, uh, I'm not sure I could have put it as well as you, you did and as concisely. I, I agree with you. And I, and I, I think that's the genius, uh, the, the evil genius of communism. You know, they, 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 they've got only... If they can accomplish only two or three things, they win. Get rid of God, get rid of the parents, and get the kid at about two years old and start educating him. Then they, you, it might take a little while, but they win. And that's what they've done to us. They've, educa- they've, they've brainwashed a whole generation of Americans. Some of that brainwashing, you know, now uh, has been going back like 40 and 50 years. I mean, uh, Bill Buckley wrote God and Man at Yale in the 1950s. So this process is not, this process is new to us, not new to them. And uh, taking God out might be number one. You know, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to uh, our expert, uh, Joe. Uh, Was he on today? I don't think he's on today. I don't think he's here today. Well, he'll call in tomorrow, I'm sure. Joe in Brooklyn. Joe knows more about communism than... I could, <laughs> I could ever figure out in the time that I have left. But I know quite a bit about it, too. I used to investigate them. Uh, let's go then to Joel in Israel. Good, good afternoon, uh, Mr. Mayor and tell your listeners. Hi, Joel. Uh, some, hi. Um, something very big is happening. I just want to make a quick joke uh, before I get serious. Got- you know how you're always saying you're, you're better... Jewish guy than um, George Soros. I, well, I'm a better Catholic than I'm a better Catholic than uh, than Joe Biden. I know you are. You have to be. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there was a whole there was a whole article about that today, attacking him and saying he's basically a phony Catholic. I'm gonna try to get the Chabad boys to get some tefillin on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe he'll be ready for our next holiday, which is uh, the Feast of Weeks. Um, I think some miracles are coming down. You know, I don't know if you saw this emerging story that just came out in the last two hours. There's already a National Review covered it, Yahoo Finance, uh, Daily Mail, and The Post, uh, and Fox. It talks about um, that uh, James Comer, Congressman Comer, a major whistleblower, has come forth. And they, today they, they did a press conference. They just subpoenaed the FBI on this whistleblower. If anyone Googles uh, on your phone, bribery, Joe Biden, all these articles will come up now. And um, is this the whistleblower? Is this the whistleblower we know about? Or is this the, uh, is this a new one? Is this the one, the IRS agent? No, this this seems to be a new whistleblower that the, uh, Oh, I see the letter here. I have the letter here to, to Christopher Ray. Yes. Yes. Oh my. Well, you know, there are, it, 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 I was saying to Ted before, it's, you almost need a scorecard now to keep track of the whistleblowers. You know, you remember all, way back about two months ago, Jordan and Comer were talking about, uh, they had about 10 or 12 whistleblowers and Grassley, 
that were coming in just about the FBI. I knew I I, don't, I didn't know the number, but I knew I knew a little bit about a couple of those, and they're devastating. I mean, they're ba- basically, I mean, they could put the finger right on the top people in the FBI who were committing they're committing crimes. This isn't if people like to say, oh, this is political corruption and it's political this and it's pol-. these are crimes. But trying to put an innocent man in jail is obstruction of justice. It's also one of the worst things he could possibly do. Just think of what a torture it is. Just think of the psychological torture of somebody pursuing you and want to take away your liberty, and you didn't do it. And people are lying about you. I mean, you look, you look at this case against Trump right now with this woman uh, that's bringing the case. Uh, this all happened in 19, or was it, 1995. And uh, all of a sudden, in, in, in 2019, she decides to come out with that. And also that uh, Moon, Moonviz, Les Moonviz, uh, did something to her, touched her, or looked out of the wrong way, and she wanted money out of him. I mean, it's, uh, it, it fits the plot of Law and Order Special Victims Unit, and it's totally absurd. It's totally absurd. You'd, you'd, you'd have to be a wild, crazy man. Uh, even if you were a rapist, you'd have to be a wild, crazy man to try to rape somebody in Bergdorf Goodman's uh, dressing room. You gotta be out of your mind. He's not out of his mind, I'm telling you. Well, we'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, and yes, it's time for the mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, the organization that takes care of our uniformed officers uh, and, 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 and people who take care of us. And when they lose their lives in the line of duty, they're there to pay the mortgage on the home. And when they are injured seriously and catastrophically, they're there to build smart homes. And you want to be part of that. $11 a month, you can have their back. And you couldn't do anything better. So uh, I got so many things I want to talk to you about. I'm going to – I don't even know where to finish with. But first I'm going to uh, – play you this E. Jean Carroll woman who is making the false claims against uh, Trump, which I believe are false claims. Uh, uh, This is number 31. And you tell me this is, come on, sex, uh, rape is sexy? Listen to this. The word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. It just it it hurt. It just what it just you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Do you think most people? Do you really think that most people think of rape as sexy? And do you think this woman is uh, a reliable enough to convict someone beyond a reasonable doubt? This is a one-on-one case. Only Trump haters think it's a strong case. It's a one-on-one case from somebody who thinks rape is sexy, who didn't report it for, what, 20-something years, right? And then she reports two in one at two. She goes back 20. It's like a rape year. She's going to report rapes. And one against him and one against Moonves. She's got no corroboration except uh, somebody she told it to, a hearsay person she sold, told it to, who doesn't come forward for 2,000 years. Uh, one who's got political motivations to do it. Uh, come on. 
And it's an absurd story in the first place. The, 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 the dressing room of Bergdorf Goodman by one of the most famous men in the world? Well, are you crazy? Come on. Man, what they do to this guy, it is just unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, and then I've got to talk about Tucker Carlson in the three minutes I have left. What they are doing to Tucker Carlson is uh, uh, unpardonable. Okay, Fox got rid of him. Okay, Fox wants to move to the right. Okay, Fox won't let me on ever. Even on uh, September 11, they interview everybody else but me. Half the people they interview work for me. Half the people they interview explain to them what I did to help save their lives. But they don't interview me. In fact, one of their uh, one of their main people had me all scheduled to be on and then was told, don't have him on. I mean, that's like you want to change history now, right? Whether whether you don't like me for something else, I don't know how, how you can take me out of September 11. Uh, but they did. This is the kind of uh, crooked station they've become. Now, what they're doing to Tucker Carlson, they want to get rid of him, fine. They want to go to the right, that's fine. I mean, to the left, that's fine. They want to go to the middle, that's fine. They want to go to the cocktail parties, or they want to sell the station. Who the hell knows? But now the cheap stuff they're doing, the personal stuff they're putting out on him, somebody there is a warped person to do that. And I don't know how the other people there, many of whom, you know, are... I still consider friends, but my God, if they were to be seen with me, they would lose their jobs. I mean, uh, how can they put up with this? This could happen to them. I'm not talking about being fired. Any boss can fire someone and anybody can quit. But then you engage in this leak stuff with these stupid things they're putting out. These uh, stupid things where he, he says somebody's wife is cute or... I mean, that is really sick stuff. And I challenge the people at Fox, who's supposed to be, like, for real, to do something about it. God bless America. We'll be back tomorrow. We're not getting off this story.